Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Great to have your company and plenty to get through as well. It was a really busy day yesterday in New South Wales Harness Racing. We had Tamworth and also Bathurst race. Firstly, Tamworth was a good afternoon of racing, very competitive racing across the board. Darren Elder had three winners on that card, including a Waratah heat. So that's a bit of a wrap on Tamworth. Whereas at Bathurst last night, that was a real uh, jewel in the crown with the first of the Tab Regional Championships finals for 2023 being run and won. And in the end, the Western Division went the way of I am the captain for Amanda Turnbull, her second uh, back-to-back win in the race. Isabel Ross aboard, and not only that, uh, Amanda trained the Quinella uh, with the $126 outsider, Al Tabili, sneaking into second. So a big congratulations to all involved. So I am the captain, and Al Tabili will be the first horses through uh, to that state final to be staged next Saturday night. So Amanda Turnbull with two representatives in this year's Tab Regional Championships state final. And we'll have the remainder of that field decided over the next few days as we head to Wagga tomorrow afternoon for their feature, Newcastle tomorrow night for theirs, and Menangle on Saturday night. The Tab Regional Championships Metropolitan Final will take place there. We'll also have a really good free-for-all uh, with Expensive Ego backing up after last week's victory. A majestic Cruiser on return, a strong Trotters mobile event as well. And we also have the consolation of that Metropolitan Series of the Tab Regional Championships. So plenty to look forward to tomorrow night as well. If you missed it, of course, Blake Jones reigned home his 1,000th winner there at Wagga on Tuesday night as well. So a really big achievement there from Blake. And he looks to have a very, very good hope tomorrow afternoon at Wagga in the Riverina uh, Tab Regional Championships final. He's aboard Brooklyn Bridge, who's currently the Tab fixed price favourite, odds on favourite as well. Uh, so he looks at a great chance of adding a, another feature race success to his resume. It's going to be a busy few days for Ricky Orchard. He's got uh, two representatives in Saturday night's Metropolitan Tab Regional Championships final. He'll also have three in the consolation. He has two good hopes tonight at Penrith as well. He's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Good, thanks, Brett. How are you? Very well, thank you. Busy time. The, the system uh, must be full of racehorses at the moment. You seem to have horses going here, there and everywhere. So uh, plenty to to get stuck into. And I guess on Saturday night, you'll be hoping for some feature race success as well. Yeah, um, we're, we're reasonably busy at the moment, Britt. I'm not too far off planning a trip to Queensland. But yeah, this um, regional series has been on the, on the radar for a while. So it's nice to have a couple in the final. I don't think we've spoken here on radio since the retirement of the stable star Tough Monarch. So he's run his final race. He's been retired. Those sort of horses are nearly impossible to replace. You'll be looking to do that, though. But he's uh, off to, to have a long and happy retirement in a big paddock somewhere. Yeah, that's right. It was a hard day, Britt, but it, it had been looming for a while. He'd been such a good horse to me. And, you know, enough was enough. I didn't want to keep pushing him around just for the sake of it. And, you know, he holds the record there at Menangle, whether it stands forever or not. But at the moment, um, you know, he's the most winningest horse. And since then, we've had his little brother that's a yearling. Um, we're just breaking him in at the moment. So I suppose, you know, he, he's filled a little gap that, that was there. And hopefully he can go on to do similar things to Tough Winner. 
He's got such great siblings coming through as well, so we might as well get a bit of an update on them. Tough love, last year's star three-year-old filly. Where is she at? Uh, look, she went a little bit of a miss, and we were advised to give her four to six months off. Um, we gave her four months off, um, hoping to get her ready for the um, the square, the three- and four-year-old trot race in Queensland. And I brought her back in and still wasn't happy with her. So she's gone back out. She's, she'll miss this whole season. Um, and we'll bring her back as a, um, you know, I'll probably wait in the season, actually, but she won't race until she's five. Tuffa is, um, she ran fourth in the derby last week. She's a really, really nice filly. She she come back in, you know, quite fat and has taken a long time to sort of come to hand, and I still think she's um, got plenty of improvement in her, so she's a horse that I think is definitely there to follow and can, can do a similar job to her, her sibling. What about Tardelli, last year's dual group one winner? I would assume he's nearing some sort of return. It's been a while, so he must be getting close. Yeah, he is. Um, he, he was meant to trial uh, about three weeks ago here at Menangle, and I just had a slight setback with him that, that wasn't a huge issue by any means, but uh, it's just taking a little bit of time to come right. So he, he'll he have a pretty serious hit out here on Saturday and then trial at Menangle on Wednesday, and he'll be on the float to Queensland Thursday morning. Um, yeah, with the Redcliffe race, I think the heats for that are on the 9th, the three-year-old. Um, division of that. So, yeah, whether he races once before the heats of that, I'll just have a look at the program in Queensland. But, yeah, he is here and he is ready to roll. So you're really happy with where he's at and how he's returned? I guess it's always a, a concern when horses have such a long time out, but uh, you're happy with, with how he's coming back and he's doing everything you want him to? Yeah, look, I was really happy with him. I mean, it wasn't an ideal um, timing to have a slight setback. I would have liked to have probably, you know, had a run here at Menangle under his belt before I took him to Queensland just to really tighten him up. But, I mean, some of these things you can't prevent. And, um, yeah, you know, it, it's not a major thing, but he'll. Um, I, I am really happy with the horse. What about Luxa Turner and Soho Spectra? They were both successful uh, in feature races earlier on this season, and they've got a, shown a lot of promise as well. Luxa Turner, particularly with that gold tiara victory. Where are they at, and what are their remaining season targets? Um, yeah, Luxa Turner, uh, she's back in work now. She's had about three weeks. She had five weeks off after Bathurst. Um, looks unbelievable and is very full of herself. She's actually um, she's ready to, to start doing something before she gets herself in trouble too. She's bucking her brands off. Um, her goal is the Nutrient Series race. The heats for that are um, early August down in Melbourne. And then she'll have New South Wales Breeders' Challenge in October and hopefully um, Breeders' Crown in November to wrap her two-year-old season up. Um, Soho Spectra is currently still out in the paddock. He, he'll have another 10 days. And then his goal is the Vic Bread down in Melbourne and then Breeders' Crown as well. And then that will wrap his two-year-old season up. And well, plenty to look forward to there. Some real star power in your stable at the present time. So a big end to 2023 coming up, it would appear. You're off to Penrith tonight with two runners in this new New South Wales bread series. Heats tonight, and they've been around the state for the last fortnight or so in a $30,000 final coming up in early June. Montalbano uh, is your steer. Uh, was beaten last week at Newcastle. Were you disappointed with that? I guess he was a short price favourite and expected to win, but uh, he had to do a, a fair bit of mid-race work in saying that. 
Yeah, he did. Um, I was disappointed. I thought he still should have held on in saying that he hadn't raced or trialed for for a while. Um, sort of been a bit of a tricky horse. He's he's looked good at times and looked disappointing at times, but he, his work has been really good. Um, so hopefully he can um, reverse reverse the form from last week and get the job done tonight. He's a go-forward horse. We know he's got very good gate speed. We saw that last year throughout uh, some good races. He ran third in the, the Breeders' Challenge final in 52-9. and nine. He hasn't won this season yet, but I would assume tonight you'll have your eyes on uh, the front of the pack here. He seems most comfortable in that position. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's only a small field, which I think, um, you know, it'll suit and sometimes they're tricky races to win but they're they're both above average um both the horses in that race so i do expect them to to run very good races the other runner is il bandito he was a winner two starts ago here at penrith in good time and pretty emphatic fashion and then you took him to shepherd in about 10 days ago and uh, nothing really appeared to go right and subsequently it was found that he choked down so he's obviously taken no ill effects from that to be backing up in within the fortnight no, that's right. Um, yeah, we took him down there to hopefully win his bonus, and it just things didn't go right. He got cross early at the start, and then the tempo slowed up, and he, he did. He just shut his wind off. But um, yeah, same thing. He's worth being good at home, and he's you know they they're both above average. Um, and the small field tonight, they you know they'll know they're there. Saturday night, we'll kick off with the Tab Regional Championships Metropolitan Final where you have Joe the Bookie and Soho Rhapsody engaged. They both ran placings in their heats to progress through. Uh, we'll start with Soho Rhapsody. She's your steer, and I would assume this has been a, a real target race for her. Uh, she had a good break after last season, and she's been brought up and went into the heats and had a, a pretty tough run, which probably isn't necessarily her go in life so I thought her effort was still very good she's so good off a helmet and despite the second row draw on Saturday night it could work out in your favour yeah that's right I mean it wasn't probably um always a goal just the timing was right with this race um but yeah she is um her runs have been good uh last week you know she was narrowly beaten in the in the heat in the fastest heat and she was parked from the 1200 um, she's right where I want her, and I, I do think she'll run a you know a really good race on Saturday. All right, that's Soho Rhapsody. That's race number five, and you've also got Joe the Bookie engaged, and you've brought uh, Josh Dickey up to drive this horse, and also uh, he'll Hello. take a steer in the consolation. You still got us there, Rick? Yeah, I've got you now. Yeah. I just cut out there. Sorry, well, well, I no, missed about a minute or uh, Joe the Bookie is your other runner engaged there, and you've brought Josh Dickey up to drive him. He's third up. He's got a pretty good record, this horse, only lightly raced. What's your opinion of him, and uh, what chance do you give him there on Saturday night? Yeah, look, he sort of... Um, he came across from Tasmania late last season, and he, he won uh, three out of four down in Melbourne and looked quite good against, I would say, you know, average company. Uh, he come back and won first up here at Benangle, and then he's, you know, he, he has to step up, but I think he's got the ability to, uh, you know, he's second to muscle part in the heat, was really good, he over-raced a little bit mid-race. He's got a lot to learn about racing, but he's definitely got the ability to finish in the, you know, in the, in the major prizes. He's got good gate speed, but you mentioned the fact that he overdid it 
a little bit in that uh, heat. Does that concern you at all uh, using him up this weekend or do you think maybe that run will just take the edge off him and uh, maybe the trip over the 2300 will teach him a little bit more about what he has to do? Oh, not really. He actually touched the wheels a little bit in the in the card I had on him. So, well, he's quite a big, bold going horse. I'll put a longer card on him. But um, Josh Dickey seems to... He, he drove him down in Melbourne um, all his races. So he's got quite a good connection with the horse. That's why the owners sort of wanted to bring him up to drive him. Um, look, he, he's... He'll be riding it up to his eyeballs no matter no matter where he is in the race. He, he should be in the front half of the field and they'll know he's there. Two good chances in the final, and you've got three engagements in the consolation. Who's the best chance of taking out that consolation? Freddie Singh was excellent on Tuesday winning. He must be a little bit of a frustrating horse because he doesn't help himself, and he's out of the draw now uh, for a few recent indiscretions. Come say hi. He's a quality mare, and so is Sugar for My Honey. So if I was to ask you who the best chance was, who is it? Well, Freddie Singh's got a few nicknames around the place, and I probably can't (laughs) say them on air. Um, he's a frustrating horse, but, you know, he won very well on Tuesday and he done it um, quite comfortable, actually. Uh, can't say hi. Um, I'm still sort of not sure where she's at, but I think she's, you know, I probably drove her a little bit hard in the heat um, for her racing pattern. So if she can, you know, find a helmet and be close, she's got lethal speed. And I'll have to say if she can sort of be in the, the top half of the field and can use her speed, she, she'll really run home. All right, that's race number four. And finally, before we let you go in the Trotters Mobile, you've got Escape the Pace engaged. She was too good understanding start conditions over the 2300 last week. Back to the Mobile this Saturday night. What sort of chance do you give her? And I would assume you've got a little opinion of her. She was quite good last Saturday night. Yeah, look, um, she got sent over from New Zealand only a couple of days before the Group 1 race, so I didn't have long to sort of get to know her, and she, she didn't settle 100%. Um, so, you know, it's probably a bit of a big ask to go into that first mobile, and it was just all too much for her, and she made a break. But, you know, she settled in more. She'd been eating up, and she was much more relaxed. And, you know, she... She began well last week, and I was really happy with her. And her work yesterday was really good. She felt tremendous. So I think on ability, she'll be, you know, extremely hard to beat. Just, uh, you know, the mild conditions over the mobile again might just take a couple of times to adapt to it. But I think she's definitely a mare to follow. She's only four. She'll potentially make the trip north with me, um, and she, she should do a good job wherever she goes. All right, that's Escape the Pace in the Trotters free-for-all on Saturday night. Appreciate your time, Ricky. We've covered plenty of territory. Best of luck on the weekend and tonight at Penrith. No worries. Thanks, Britt. Ricky Orchin joining us this morning for On the Pace. So uh, he's going to have strong chances right across the weekend, particularly tonight there at Penrith. Those two horses, it would probably be a surprise if the winner came outside of them in race number eight. I have a leaning towards Montalbano. I just think he'll get to the front there tonight and prove really hard to beat. That's race eight, number five tonight at Penrith. We've got eight races tonight there at Penrith. The first getting underway at 6.22. That's our lone New South Wales venue for today. And then tomorrow, we've got three cards, including those two $100,000 features. Wagga have eight races. The first getting underway there at 12.40 and the feature is at 4.23, that Riverina final, before we roll into another eight races tomorrow night from Newcastle. 6.22, race number five is their final 
at 8.22 Menangle Saturday night with another eight races in their Metropolitan Final. So such good racing to look forward to across the week and tomorrow morning here on Sky Sports Radio for finding winners just after 10.30. I'm sure Michael Gearham will point you towards a few good things as well. That's to look forward to. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday. More tomorrow here on Sky Sports Radio around New South Wales Harness Racing.